Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey y'all, this is Devin Hassan, sports editor at the Mesquite News and the Raleigh Lake Shore Times, coming to you with some rapid reaction from my game tonight. Uh, the opener in the Class 5A Division 1 by district playoffs, a great matchup, Poteet and College Station, a pair of 8-2 and two teams. Uh, you have Poteet, uh, who's been a perennial playoff team in recent years, and College Station, the reigning uh, Divi- 5A Division 2 state champions, and uh, a game that lived up to its billing, uh, went down to the wire, but it was College Station that was able to hold on for a 41 to 38 victory at Mesquite Memorial Stadium. Uh, just a tremendous game all around. Uh, you know, this is, it was really a perplexing game because, you know, I, this was a game that I thought Poteet controlled for the most part, uh, but College Station just big plays. They had four touchdowns of 68 yards or more. Um, and, and it just, they just, you know, Poteet would shut the door for the most part, and College Station would just come up with that huge play when they did it most. Um, the biggest play uh, of the game wasn't a 68-yard uh, or, or more uh, touchdown. It actually came down um, in the final three minutes. Uh, Poteet had cut the lead to 41, or, or, I'm sorry, to uh, 34 to 31. And uh, they were trying to get a stop. They had all the momentum on their side. The, the crowd was into it. Uh, College Station is f- uh, facing fourth and one from the Poteet 26-yard line. And, uh, you know, just tip your cap to them. Just a great play call. Uh, they'd run their quarterback, Brandon Williams, uh, four straight plays. And I think Poteet was expecting the same. And what he does is he takes it. It looks like he's going to run, but he actually makes an option pitch out to Colby Cashin. And uh, Colby Cashin has nothing but open daylight in front of him for a 26-yard touchdown run. Uh, that makes it 41-31 to with 2.19 to play. Effectively sealed it. Poteet, as they've done time and time again, comes back. Uh, they, they don't go down without a fight. Uh, Dalton Dale hits Cam Lampkin on a 40-yard touchdown pass. An outstanding leaping catch by Cam Lampkin in the end zone uh, to close to 41-38 with 48 seconds left. Uh, Poteet has one timeout, but they've got to have that onside kick. And uh, unfortunately for the Pirates, College Station is able to, to wrap that up and, and effectively run out the clock. But, uh, you know, just a, a great game on both sides, a back-and-forth game. You know, we, we talked earlier in the week about Poteet not needing. They, they, they fell into a 21-hole, uh, 21-0 hole against John Tyler two weeks ago. And again, they lost on a Hail Mary. But they were able to rally from that deficit uh, to actually, you know, take the lead late in that game. They fell behind McKinney North 21 to 10 last week and was able to come back for a 53-39 win. And we talked about the importance of them getting up to a good start. They did get up to a good start. They marched right down the field. They took up over six minutes off the clock with Dalton Dale hitting Lewis Moore on a 14-yard touchdown pass to take, take a seventh and lead. But then an all-too-familiar theme set in as uh, Brandon Joseph, uh, who killed Boutine on special teams all night long, Returns the ensuing kickoff, 100 yards for a touchdown. Uh, Potitas is forced to punt, and on the second play after that, uh, Colby Cashin takes it 67 yards right to the heart of the defense uh, for a touchdown uh, to make it 14-7. to Early in the second quarter, uh, Brandon Williams scores on a two-yard run, and all of a sudden it's 20 to seven, and Potita's in the same situation it's been in the last couple of weeks, digging themselves a big hole. Again, they try to climb out of it, but against a, a, a reigning state champion, it just never was quite enough. Uh, Dylan Brown gets a 25-yard field goal. It's close to within 20 to 10 at halftime. They come out in the third quarter. 
uh, they create a couple stops. And then Brandon Joseph, uh, that guy again on special teams, uh, fields a punt, takes it around the right edge, gets a wall of blockers, and, and goes 68 yards for a touchdown. And all of a sudden, College Station's in control now, uh, 27 to 10, fairly late in the, in the third quarter. Uh, Poteet keeps grinding away. Uh, they drive down the field. They get a one-yard touchdown run from Seth McGowan to close within 27 to 17 in the final play of the third quarter. Um, and then on, on another one of the defining plays of the game, uh, College Station runs a reverse. They're, they're on, they have a third down situation and Petit looks like they have Ryan Stapp bottled up. It, you know, if not for a loss, he was able to avoid the tackle in the backfield and he goes to the sidelines and there's three defenders over there. And I'm not sure how one of them, A, did not make the tackle or B, didn't push him out of bounds, but he's able to tie up the sideline, cut it back inside, and he goes 74 yards for a touchdown to make it 34 to 17 early in the fourth quarter. And they, then you're in trouble. Uh, again, Poteet's kept clawing away. Uh, Dalton Dale throws a 13-yard touchdown pass to Devin Martin to make it 34 to 24 with 9:29 left. They force a real quick three and out and come right back down the field. Seth McGowan with another one-yard touchdown run to get, to get to win the 34 to 31. Again, that was with all the momentum. A college station was able to, you know, to, to able to uh, to put a couple first downs together, put that, get their first really sustainable drive in the second half. And that, of course, ended with the Colby Cashin, uh, 26-yard touchdown run on the fourth down conversion that essentially ended it. But, uh, just, you know, great game, great atmosphere, um, and everything ever be expected from these two teams. Uh, just, you know, like I say, we, we talked about Poteet not wanting to fall into a deficit and, and they did. And it was just this time it was too big to climb out of. So, uh, Poteet ends their season with a, with an eight and three record. Uh, tough way to lose, but, uh, congrats to College Station because they certainly made the big plays when they needed to. Um, just kind of glancing around the area as far as my local teams are concerned. Uh, we had a couple big, a few more big games actually, uh, in one of the biggest upsets in a lot of people's eyes in the state, maybe not in these circles. Horn takes down Temple with in a 45-38 victory. Uh, this was a game much talked about, uh, simply because Horn, uh, off, you know, got up to that 0-7 start, had to win their final three games to make the playoffs. Temple, uh, comes in at eight and two, uh, and there was some, some questioning as far as last week, uh, the previous week when they, um, played their backups in a lost Coppers Cove because, uh, there was some that thought that they would rather host Horn, a three and seven Horn team, rather than go on the road and play an undefeated Longview team, which would have happened if they would have won. Well, Temple lost that game. They got what they kind of wanted uh, with that home game against Horn, and it came back to bite them because this is not your ordinary 3-7 and team. Jermaine Gibbons, another outstanding game, uh, 211 yards on the ground and 293 yards passing. This was the Jermaine Gibbons that we saw last season when he won the district most valuable player. The Jermaine Gibbons on, uh, running the ball this year has been there, but he came into this game having thrown for less than a thousand yards after throwing for 2,800 yards last season. But, uh, the old passing Jermaine Gibbons was back in this one. He throws for 293 yards, including the game winning 37 yard touchdown pass to Nikowski Emery with just 11, six, 11 seconds left on the, cl- on the clock to cap a wild back and forth game. So congrats to Mike Overton and Horn uh, as they move on and now four and seven uh, to the area finals. And they will take on Wiley uh, at 7 p.m. Friday at Mesquite Memorial Stadium. Um, so Horn actually essentially gets a home game out of this against a Wiley team. Uh, that, this is a very winnable game for Horn. I, I wouldn't, it would actually surprise me if Horn did not win this game and not to take anything away from Wiley because Wiley always picks this time of year, kind of like Horn's doing. Um, Wiley picked up a nice win over McKinney, um, on, on, uh, tonight. But, um, 
you know, Horn has a very good shot of moving on. So that should be an intriguing matchup uh, Friday at uh, Mesquite Memorial Stadium. Um, in a one of the uh, three matches of uh, regular season games this year, Saxe is able to get its measure of revenge. Uh, 35-25 against Plano East. This was, uh, you know, just like the first matchup, it was a defensive battle in the first half. Uh, it was 7-7 seven to seven going into halftime. Plano East was made, able to make a goal line stand. Uh, on the last play of the first half, uh, and you thought that might give him momentum. But uh, we talked about this being a different Saxe team, and that proved to be the case. That ground game was just too much. Torrey Washington rushes for 150 yards. Derrick Rose, um, you know, at quarterback, rushes for tw- uh, 24 times for 110 yards and three touchdowns. And it was Derrick Rose on, on with his legs that made the big difference late. Plano East was within 21-19 to 19, uh, late in the second half, and Derrick Rose scores on a pair of short touchdown runs. Uh, to push it to 35-19, and Saxe was able to hold on from there. So Saxe wins its eighth game in a row. Uh, they get a big challenge next with Waco Midway, uh, the 12-6A champions. That game will be played at 7 p.m. Friday at Mansfield's uh, Vernon Newsom Stadium. Uh, speaking of Midway, they got to this point by beating Mesquite uh, 48-13. Uh, this was a tough challenge for the Skeeters. Waco Midway, a very good ball club, lost their season opener to Euless Trinity and had won eight straight coming in. They make it nine in a row. Uh, it was a close game in the first half. Mesquite was actually within 13-6. to six. Uh, Midway's able to score twice late in the first half to kind of extend some distance, and then they kind of pull away from there. But, uh, you know, great season for the Skeeters and head coach Jeff Fleeners. They get back to the playoffs for, for the first time since 2013, and they have a lot of young pieces to build around. So this Mesquite team is, is not going to be going anywhere. Um, elsewhere, uh, we have Dallas Christian playing today. Against Frisco, or yeah, Saturday, yeah, today, um, against Frisco Liberty Christian. And um, Sunnyvale uh, sees their undefeated run come to an end uh, at the hands of Gilmer, 38 to 24. This was kind of a back and forth game for the most part. Uh, Trip McKay with three touchdown runs to keep Sunnyvale in it. But uh, Gilmer just too much. Uh, this was a four and six Gilmer team coming in, but they came out of that. Uh, Really, really difficult dif- district with, uh, you know, Texarkana, Pleasant Grove and, and Pittsburgh and teams like that. Uh, they were battle tested and, uh, they showed it on Friday night. But nonetheless, a great season for Sunnyvale. They go nine and one, uh, disappointing ending. Uh, you know, they obviously they would have liked to have gone further, but, um, you know, obviously anytime you go undefeated in the regular season, that's, uh, that, that's something special. So anyway, um, that's about it for now. Um, you know, we'll be back with more rapid reaction next week. Thank you for listening. Uh, again, this is Devin Hassan. You can follow me on Twitter, uh, for updates on games, uh, not just the game I'm at, but what I can uh, track down from other games at Devin Hassan for ongoing coverage. You can see our web, our website at strugglecomedy.com backslash sports. Again, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than starlocaljobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all. StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? 
Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.